0: Previously on That Cthulhu John. Mr. Pendergast, the way that we would go about viewing this hypercube would be to perform a ritual. I think they have a method of...
1: Of using someone else to uh, to find the answers that these books contain. It's the someone else that kind of worries me. I don't think he's from around here, if you know what I'm saying. Rutherford said that they could control whatever it is this, this seance is all about say anything
2: in those books about snakes you know, all these snakes I've been seeing
0: yeah I mean there there is actually mention of a uh, serpent folk
3: hey hon if you want a beer I can get you a beer it's gonna be last call after that
0: he says just be calm give me the money from the register and I'll get out of here and no one gets hurt if I realize he just robbed the place I'm gonna crack this guy on the face his nose is all bloody now he might have chipped a tooth or something no stop I'm sorry I'm
2: sorry he might have learned his lesson there he's gonna call nobody we got it all sorted. <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 31. We are a Real Play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. God damn it, Bobby. Chuck. That's me. And Jenny. Hi. (laughs) Hey, guys. Nailed it. Every time. (laughs) Every time.
2: That was probably your best yet. I know, it seems so genuine. All
0: right, guys. So, when we left off last, Lenny had just gotten done kicking the shit out of some dude uh, who tried to rob the fireside. The old bit, boom. Yep. And then he ran away. And that's kind of where we ended at.
2: I didn't feel like running.
0: Yeah, you didn't feel like chasing him down.
2: A lot of drinking.
0: What do you guys do after that?
2: We were gonna close her, close it down a little early and roll out, right?
3: Yeah, I think we were in the process of closing because you were taking out the bottles. Yeah,
0: just to
2: expediate the, the process.
0: All um, right, so you guys helped to close down the fireside. It's about one fifteen. Because I remember, I remember you guys. Everyone mm-hmm. was out at one, mm-hmm. and then all that nonsense happened, cleaning up and stuff. I took out the garbage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, get back up in there, lock the door behind us for a minute. Yep. Lock up the place. And uh, do you guys go your separate ways then? Or,
1: Well, I might like to pick up those bullets from that gun.
0: Okay. Oh, you dumped them out on the floor of the barn. What about the gun itself?
1: I guess uh, I'll put them separately in each pocket of my jacket. You know, I don't know. Put the gun on the left, bullets in the right. I say uh, to you there, Heather, are you going to report this to the police? He says with a concerned, quizzical look on his face.
3: And I just look at Lenny, see what he says.
2: I ain't hanging around. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think you really need to. Guy's going to probably fuck up somewhere else.
3: Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. I'm, I, I don't want to wait around here for cops. I have a funeral in the morning. I'm just... Just done, done with today. I don't think that guy's going to come back anytime soon.
1: <laughs> you, uh, you want to keep this gun here
2: in case uh, he does? Or okay, you, Lenny? <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, give it to her. I guess I, uh, I got one. I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, leave it here. It should be alright. I guess you just got so, yourself uh, a gun. It looks like.
3: Can I add a gun to my list?
0: You sure can.
3: Yes
2: I wouldn't go uh, carrying around an illegal weapon.
0: do you have any firearm skills? um no nope
1: well it so. says uh if you're planning on keeping that, you know maybe uh, should think about doing a firearm safety course
2: I maybe we could uh we could go shooting or something
3: yeah that would be that would be great. I don't really feel comfortable
2: first timer. <laughs>
3: I feel like enough things have happened where I don't think my mace is cutting it anymore.
0: Gonna have to get you some bear spray. <laughs> no, but the uh, the gun's gonna be pretty effective. What is your Lenny? What's your firearm skill? Uh,
2: well, that would depend on whether or not it's handguns or rifle slash shotgun.
0: Let's say handgun.
2: Mine's thirty, and my shotgun's at fifty.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Walter, what's your firearm skill under under uh, pistol? He's at 45 with that. Okay. All right. So neither of you guys have a high enough score that you can actually teach Heather how to do this. Um, so she'd have to, like, go to a firing range or something like that to eventually pass and then hopefully raise that score when we hit the investigator development phase.
2: It would be fun to hit a range. I wouldn't mind raising that slightly at some point.
1: Just out of curiosity, though, George, I uh, do make to reload it and toggle the safety on it just in case, but uh, looking over the gun, does it appear to be in good condition or is it like, you know, serial numbers filed off, like super illegal?
0: No, it looks like it's in decent condition. Nice.
1: Well, uh, here's hoping uh, no one's ever been killed with it. He kind of (laughs) looks a little nervous as he hands it to you. Handle first. He says, uh, "You know, there could be some risk keeping this, but I mean, keeping it could negate some other risks." And he taps on uh, his uh, pocket on his jacket. He says, "I've been keeping mine on me ever since uh, that business with those tamed cats." He says, in air quotes,
2: yeah, "I don't, uh, I don't blame you." <laughs>
0: All right. So, do you guys uh, kind of go home at this point?
1: Uh, yeah, he uh, says, "You, you, need, uh, you guys need a ride."
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you might give me a, a lift seeing as, uh, you know, we neighbors here. I assume yeah. you're bringing Heather home.
1: Yeah. If there's a door, uh, like a window in the door, he looks out there first to make sure there's
0: no jerk,
1: you know, waiting for a little retaliation come up.
0: Uh, Streets seem pretty clear.
1: And then I unlock the door and
2: step on out. Step out behind him.
3: I run to his car because I'm scared.
2: <laughs>
3: but it's still locked, so it doesn't even matter.
2: Yeah.
1: Let everybody in. Give it a couple minutes to warm it up.
0: All right. And then you guys uh, drive to Heather's house. Drop her off. Start to nervously look around on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> on the ride in, just kind of checking your surroundings. Uh-huh. All right. So, Heather, you get dropped off. Uh Let's go with you from here for right now. You get dropped off at your apartment, go up and open your door, and you come in and the lights are all off. Okay. Uh,
3: I'll probably go to Ginger's room just to hear if I can hear her in there.
0: Mm-hmm. So you open Ginger's door, uh, crack it open, or do you put your ear up to it?
3: Mm, I'll crack it open, but I won't have the lights on.
0: Okay, so you hear you hear her breathing in there. Okay, cool. And she's kind of mumbling. She's kind of mumbling some things in her sleep, and you hear her go uh, amongst the forbidden places, Carcosa. Carcosa. Oh and she's and then you, she just kind of breathes a little bit and then mumbles and, but you can tell she's in there.
3: Okay. Yeah. And I. <laughs> I just roll my eyes like, I can't, I can't with this when I hear the words and Carcosa and just like, and I just close it softly. Okay. Put out whatever dress I'm wearing for the next day for the funeral.
0: I'm assuming you need to turn the lights on at that point, mm-hmm. uh, at some point. But uh, when you do turn the lights on, you see that there is a sticky note on your door.
2: I thought there was going to be a lot more arts and crafts around. That's
3: kind of what I thought too. It's like, (laughs) this bitch, it's only so much paint. Never getting that security deposit back.
0: Uh, So you have a note that's there, and it says that she got you the curtain gig. It says, Called uh, Professor Bradshaw, got you the curtain gig. See you on Monday.
3: Okay. Sweet and scary at the same time. Probably just uh, get my shit ready and go to bed, I guess. All right. So, Heather,
0: you go to bed. And that night you dream that you're a mermaid again. Yes. You're swimming through the sea. You have little fishy friends. You know, you got the uh, clams over the boobs kind of thing.
3: Ugh, living the dream. (laughs)
0: you're swimming and you're among the kind of surface of the water you dip down surface again and when you dip down a third time you see that the ocean starts getting rough and some waves start coming up and crashing over you you feel the pressure of the waves crashing down on you and then you feel something grab your tail and pull you under just a little bit, just far enough away that the pressure from the waves isn't affecting you anymore. And you turn to see who it is that's got you. You see what looks like something that's the shape of a man's head, but the eyes are wrong. They're like too wide set apart. His skin looks scaly. And he opens his mouth and you see a bunch of needle-like teeth in there.
3: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then you wake up.
3: Oh my god!
0: You check your alarm clock,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it is now uh, five in the morning.
2: <sighs> Under the sea. Under the <laughs> so, sea.
3: Every time I forget, and it's I'm like, this is great. And <laughs> if I can discover what an anglerfish is or some shit.
0: Okay, so you have that dream. You wake up at five in the morning. Uh, do you try to go back to sleep or? You just start the day. I figure you're probably a little bit hungover.
3: Yeah, very. I would think. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be. Too, she's too scared, so she gets up and she's gonna um put those pictures in an envelope for her old fake grandpappy that she's okay. gonna mail. You know, or the feet pics. She's gonna mail <laughs> to Glenn. Um,
0: so you mail. Yeah, Glenn. Uh, Gowworthy. Glenn Gowworthy, yes. So you mail them off. Uh, or you put them in the envelope anyway. The all those pictures of your necklace.
3: hmm I do that thing where you put them in your mail slot so that the mailman takes it in the morning.
0: Nice, okay. So you put that in there and uh, you have the address on there from Ketchikan, Alaska.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But I put the bar as a return address, because I don't have... uh, Okay, good idea. Like a P.O. box or anything.
0: Right, you don't want to give away your address.
3: Yeah, I mean, not that that's that much better, but, you
0: know. (laughs) Right, I think it's a smart idea, being very cautious like that. But uh, what do you do from there? Um, You just wait, start the day, get some breakfast or something?
3: Yeah, I mean, lay on the couch for a little bit, see if... Fall asleep there, but... All right, give me
0: a constitution roll.
1: Okay. Solid three and a half hours of
3: oh.
0: drunk sleep.
3: I feel like that's like a really good roll that's kind of wasted. Seven. I have, oh, wow. I have okay. 70.
0: So forget about that hangover. Feeling yes! Great. <laughs> You're feeling great, actually. You feel good enough that when you sit down on the, the sofa, you feel, still feel a little sleep deprived, so you do wind up going to sleep there for a while uh, we'll leave you asleep for right now. And let's go back to see what Lenny and Walter are doing.
3: Can I get my, my hit point back that I lost when I was going crazy?
0: You sure can. Yes. Oh, shit. It's a hit point, though, right?
3: Yeah. Right? Did, Not a
0: sanity point.
3: No, I lost a hit point twice. I think when I was at the.
0: You lost POW twice.
3: Oh. then nine. Not hit points. Okay. I'm going back to 11 then.
2: <laughs> she permanently lost pow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
3: Oh yeah, there. It
0: can go up. It's possible. There a go are up.
3: a lot of eraser marks there.
0: Yeah. So if you if you lowered your total hit points by two,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you shouldn't. I think you were at full hit points.
3: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: So let's go back to Lenny and Walter. Yeah, you know, uh,
2: thanks for the ride home, the Walter. Yeah, of course. Uh,
1: it's the least I could do. Uh, I hope you get your truck back soon.
2: Yeah, uh, I did some uh I did some looking uh it's safe. Uh I know where it's at, but at the moment it's impounded, so I gotta let it sit. But I know where it's at, I know it's safe, so that's good. Yeah. He kinda shrugs and agrees. That's better than nothing anyway. Hey, you know, she's alright, you know. Behind big fence, be be okay. She'll get lonely, but it's fine. <laughs> Chuckles, it's
1: all right, well, uh,
2: knock if you need anything, get some sleep, you too there, um i, I don't know how I feel about going to this funeral tomorrow, you know, I guess I gotta go there like support and all, but I didn't really know Millie. but uh, hey, can I get a ride? yeah, of course,
3: <laughs>
2: all right, what time are you heading out uh
0: funerals at noon,
2: noon, right, yes. Oh, yeah, around noon. Okay, I'll I'll meet you before then.
1: I'll probably check in with you, I don't know, uh, maybe like 10, 30, 11, just in case. I'll give Heather a call, too, and see where she's at and make sure she doesn't need a
2: ride. Sounds good. All right, well, take it easy.
0: All right, so you guys part ways, and what do you guys do? Walter, just go to bed or work on your books? Yeah, I only have one of the books with me, but
1: um, with that stuff that... Lenny had told me about uh, all the snake business and uh, anything related to serpents. Uh, you know, I figured I might see if there's any kind of cross-reference with any of the uh, scribblings and the notations in the first of the Speculum Magus. Take out my little
0: leather-bound book and flip mm-hmm. it to the backside. And- so you're looking through specifically for things from that would say serpent people. Uh, you're gonna be spending some time doing that, just trying to look at the margins. I guess give me a library use roll. That seems right.
1: Yeah, I mean he's referencing books and you know, small notes. So I don't know. Gotta be clever. How do you
2: gain man. speed reading ability?
1: <laughs> That'd probably be helpful.
0: Ooh, 95. Okay, so you're having difficulty actually finding anything on the Serpent People right now? Um, It takes you a little bit of time. You pour through the book. And these are thick fucking books. Yeah. You know, so you're pouring through it like for a half hour and you can't find anything about Serpent People in it. Uh, Would you care to push that roll? I think that I would.
1: Uh, I think I'd like to make some coffee and, um, you know, if I'm a little tired for the, uh, funeral tomorrow, you know, it's, it could be worse. So, uh, brew some coffee and try, uh, I guess maybe, uh, maybe, uh, put some like papers or something. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to use any, like a like sticky notes or anything, but just like some little paper references on pages that I've already checked. So I don't like waste any time going backwards, I guess.
0: I see what you're saying. Just like make some paper markers on it. Mm -hmm. All right. So give me another library use roll. This is a pushed roll.
1: 81 is a little better, but
0: not quite enough. Mm,
3: 95 and an 81. Throw those dice away. The new ones stink.
0: They're getting better. They're, the, they're warming, warming up. So. up. <laughs> Gotta warm them up a bit more than that. Maybe I'll roll them with two separate hands. <laughs> Walter, you get through some more of this book and you do see one word. Question mark. It says... Uh, Kingdom? Question mark? Serpent people? Ooh. But you go pouring through more of it, and you fall asleep with your face in the book. Hopefully, you don't drool on it. Um, so we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Lenny. Lenny, did you just go to bed or what?
2: Um, I'd imagine I have some formal clothing for such events, so I probably. Maybe lay some shit out and, like, iron it first and I'll, you know, have my shit all ready.
0: Okay. Um,
2: yeah, I think you have, like, one suit kind of thing. You're
3: a mobster. You should have the best hey, that's, suits. That's
2: terrible. I got a, a handful, but I'm not exactly a mobster. Yeah, he's, he's an underling. It's this is 1985. Velour hey, gotta, track suits. The guy's got to have a couple suits at least. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I just feel like people wore them more.
3: <laughs> suit party.
2: At
1: least a good button-down shirt and... Perhaps clip on if you're not versed in the actual tying of a tie.
2: Yeah, I mean, he would have been, you know, born like the 50 or some shit. So, I don't know. Seems right. Maybe not. He's got two suits. Like, <laughs> 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 one's for funerals.
0: All right. So, you got your two suits. You iron up one of them. And what? Go to bed after that? Yeah. If just kind of hang, yeah. hang
2: shit up and go to bed.
0: All right. So, what time do you guys want to wake up the next day? are probably
2: would have had an alarm set for nine. I'm probably still pretty used to getting up early. Mm-hmm. Although, I'm sure I'm pretty beat, so I might try to sleep in a little bit. I'll sleep ten-ish, if I can. Okay. But I'd be surprised.
3: Yeah, I was thinking nine.
0: You know, the alcohol really helped you sleep that night. Yeah, it helped me to get rid of the visions, too. I'm going to
2: have to drink more often. <laughs> <laughs> all day, every day. Thirsty every day.
3: <gasps> That's why people drink. That's why people are alcoholics, because they see mm. snakes all the time.
0: Or, you know, <laughs> probably any other cosmic horror. Hmm. All right, so, uh, Walter, what time do you wake up? Around
1: nine. Maybe it's a snooze, get up a quarter after.
0: All right, Heather and Walter, you wake up around the same time. Heather, I guess you kind of go eat breakfast, that kind of thing, get dressed.
3: Uh, I want to, if Ginger's still sleeping, I don't feel bad waking her up now. Ginger's
0: still sleeping.
3: Okay. I don't feel bad waking her up yeah. now that it's morning. Cause I want to ask her, uh, like what time Monday and you know, where, where am I going? Stuff like that.
0: Okay. So she's still asleep right now. Uh, you crack open the door and do you wake her up gently or do you go like, yo.
3: Cannonball <laughs> onto the mattress. No, yeah. I'll probably just like whisper it lower. So louder.
0: I gotcha. So after you whisper uh, pretty loud, uh, eventually she rolls over and goes, huh?
3: Sorry, uh, sorry to wake you. I'm just getting ready for the funeral. But um, I don't know if I'm going to see you tonight. And you uh, wrote me that note about the job tomorrow. I just wanted to get, you know, where am I going? What time should I be there?
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you want to be at the practice hall at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. That's Ooh. when we start. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, <it's> so early. <laughs> On a Monday.
3: Hmm. Well, I really appreciate you um, getting me the job. Is it okay if I bring someone with me?
0: She's like, uh, I don't know how Bradshaw is going to feel about that, but... I mean, you can always try. I guess.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not a big deal. No reason at all. It's it's fine. Yeah. I just was just was curious. Just for just for company.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine.
3: Everything's fine. This is great.
0: So she goes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she tells you where the practice hall is. Uh, it's in Kensington. So she gives you all that information enough mm-hmm. that you know you know where to go and what time to be there. After you do that, she kind of, she says, is, that, is there anything else?
3: No, no, that's it. Um, Sorry to wake you. Did you, you must not have slept very well. I could hear you uh, talking in your sleep.
0: She's like, yeah, I don't know. I am keep having weird dreams and I just, I'm not sleeping right. And I don't seem to be able to get enough sleep no matter how much I do. I know. I show you
3: hmm well I'll let you get as much as you can i'll 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 get out of your hair
0: she goes oh thanks Heather and she pulls the blanket back over herself and wraps herself up in the uh big comfy quilt and you hear her just go silent and close the door behind you and uh what do you do from there?
3: Just start getting ready have okay. some breakfast, eat some cereal, drink some coffee
0: all right. Uh, that'll take you out to, we'll say 10, 1030. Uh, Walter, what do you do for your morning there?
1: Mm-hmm. Just do some breakfast and, uh, get some nice clothes.
0: Okay. You, uh, get uh, your best suit out.
1: Well, I'll probably finish some of the old coffee.
0: Okay. Get your morning routine in, uh, guys wait around for a little bit. Lenny, you get up at 10, I guess, do your morning routine and get dressed.
2: Yeah. I, um, make some coffee real fast um mm-hmm. jump in the shower
1: around 10 30 i like to try to call both of these guys check in with them see make sure they're awake and see mm-hmm. if any, uh, heather needs a ride too
0: i'll probably get a fresh shave okay nice
3: yeah i think you already said you were driving me walter
0: yeah well then yeah
1: just uh checking with you guys make sure everything's okay yeah i head over there around 11
0: Okay, well, you get checked in on at
2: 10.30. I might have been in the shower. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be over there that You know, we're uh,
2: finishing up here.
0: Okay. Cool. All right, so you uh, finish up your morning routine and head over to Walter's around 11. Maybe a little before. I don't know. Okay. All right, but you guys go uh, in the car together to pick up Heather?
2: We do. And then I get out to put the seat forward.
3: I did want to ask him if he could come, like, uh, like 15 minutes early. Like, if we could get there 15 minutes early, because I have my memory boards.
0: Yeah. All right, so that's why you guys are leaving a little early. Uh, you also got to drive all the way up to uh, the northeast and go to a cemetery that's up there. It's not going to be held in a church. It is just held at a cemetery and with the burial right there. I didn't think she was Christian. Good. I don't
3: <laughs> think any of us should go into a church. Like I don't know. We might...
0: <laughs> Sounds good then. I round everybody up. So you guys uh, head up there. You got you round up all the crew, and you guys head to the northeast to the cemetery where the funeral is being held at. As you guys pull up to the cemetery, it starts to do that wintry mix that like sleet and rain coming down. Uh, It's not very heavy, but enough to be annoying. And you drive through the cemetery, seeing the gravestones along the way. You get to the area where you can see there is a big unearthed spot, you know, big mound of dirt. And behind it is a little gazebo. Um, Not a gazebo, but one of those, uh, like, tarp things, tarp tents. Yeah, Yeah. gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like one of those big tents, and underneath that is a casket. A pavilion? A pavilion, there you go. And you guys pull up in the car, get out, and uh, Heather, you go to put up your memory board. What do you do, Walter and Lenny? Uh, offer any help, you
1: know, set up the easel and memory boards, and... Uh, okay. You know, see if there's any way to secure them, make sure the wind doesn't blow them down or anything.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, probably just lean up against the tree, hood up, smoke some cigarettes, kind of look around nervously. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that this wintry mix might include Russian Wendigoes. Windigo <laughs> uh, is that plural as well? I don't know.
3: Windiguy.
0: Windigos. Oh, if we say it too much, we'll, we'll upset somebody. <laughs> You guys uh, get out of the car. There's a couple chairs set up, and there's not many people there. Do you see some people uh, that look uh, like bookish types? Librarians dressed up nice. Uh, probably librarians, you would guess.: It's
3: my dumb mom there.:
0: Your dumb mom is there. Who oh, is she wasted? She's at the front row of chairs. Uh, like I said, even though there are rows of chairs here, it's still very sparsely attended. And wow. you do see your mom at the very front there. How many people would you say are here? Like less than 10? We'll say there's eight people there.
3: So not enough to make a human shield if a Windigo does come out and we could That's just. That's plenty. No.
2: <laughs> so many. <laughs>
3: okay. okay. Just.
2: Take a few rounds to get through eight people. It was plenty of time to get the
0: car and roll. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Damn, I don't think I brought my gun, my new gun. <laughs>
0: They are quick though. I mean, if you could keep it in your purse if you want.
3: Ah, it doesn't go with my outfit.
0: <laughs> All right. You already have a
2: homicide detective hounding you, so I wouldn't, wouldn't risk it right away.
0: Right. You guys can take any seat you want. Guess, um, yeah. get some front row seats. I mean,
3: yeah, I, I would definitely sit up front.
0: Okay. Do you sit near your mom or away from her?
3: Um, away. Okay. I mean, there can't be that many chairs, so it's like...
0: There's not, but you just sit, like, at the end.
3: Yeah, I can get... I
0: kind of sit behind them, but weird about being up front. All right. Uh, Walter, do you sit up front or behind the people in the front?
1: I was thinking of taking the front row with uh, my friend Heather there.
0: Okay.
2: It's usually, like, very close friends and family, right?
0: Yeah, so Heather's mom's sitting all the way at the other end, and you guys are sitting at the opposite end. And there's a priest there and he comes out and he says, thank you all for coming. We are gathered here to remember the life of Millie, a life of joy, a life of caring, a life of love. And then he goes on to start reading some Bible verses. And he goes through one and then uh, explains it a little bit. You know how priests do that.
3: hmm It's called a homily, you sinner.
0: Let me mansplain this to you. Whoa.
3: <laughs> that is what they do.
2: Please do be doing that.
3: <laughs> the homily is just mansplaining.
0: Yep. So then he reads another Bible verse and he says, Now we're going to have the eulogy, which is going to be presented to us by Millie's best friend. Vera Snakolsky. What? That makes sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah, big reveal. Um, so you see your mom get up from the opposite end, and she almost stumbles out of her chair. Oh, man. She catches herself, stands up, and uh, you see a cigarette fall out of her mouth. Oh, my God. And hit the ground she collects herself a little bit and then goes to stand uh behind the coffin where the priest was standing and she goes Millie was my best friend and she looks at her hand and she goes she was not just a good friend but almost like a sister to me and she starts trying to pull her hand closer to her face further away from her face uh you could It starts to look kind of like she Mm -hmm. wrote something on her hand.
3: This heartless wench. She can't even just speak from the heart.
0: And she goes, "Uh, well, Millie was kind of a bookish type, and I had to break her out of her shell a lot. There was this one time where we will... Here we go. (laughs) Where we... (laughs) Oh, and she, you see her mouth fill up, oh, gosh. and a little bit of vomit comes out of her mouth and hits the coffin.
2: <laughs> oh god!
0: Then, then you see her swallow it back down. Oh, gosh. oh my god! Stop. So gross. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well. Um, I don't, I don't have to bore you with these old stories of me and her and, you know, the, the good old days, but, uh, a professional. <laughs> Millie was a good, Millie was a good, Millie was a good lady and a good friend and okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you all for joining me and remembering Millie and she stumbles back away from behind the coffin <laughs> oh, and goes and sits in her seat again.
2: I, um, after she sits down, I get up and I move a couple rows back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the priest gets up again from his seat and stands behind the coffin again, and he goes, does anyone else have any words of remembrance they want to say about, about Mildred? I knew it. Walter looks to Heather,
3: yeah, I'll go up. God damn it, I just raise my hand like I'm in school cause I'm nervous. okay.
0: He goes, please, please, <laughs>
3: Oh, man, impromptu speech. I give it, it like on. the I like can... that you
2: got this, yeah, yes. you know of kind of like pump my fist, yeah. come on. yeah.
3: Do low fives as I'm walking out, like the end of a baseball (laughs) game.
0: Yeah, snap, snap, (laughs) snap. End of your
3: T-ball game. Good game, good game.
2: You were in the front row with Jess Walter.
3: So I'm like, hi, everybody. Uh, My name's Heather. Millie was my godmother. She's crying a little bit. Okay. You know, I called her Aunt Millie, and she taught me a lot of stuff. She's the one that convinced me to go to college and do better things with my life. And she was always like a mother to me. Because I want to get a dig in real hard.
0: Ooh. Yeah. When you say that, you see your mom give like a, a look like, what?
3: And, uh...
0: I my head in my hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: have uh, much family and Millie was really all I had. And uh, I don't know what I would have been or done without her. And the world is worse place without her. And then I sit down.
0: Okay. And the priest comes up and says, wow... Those were really kind words that you had to say. We can tell that she meant a lot to you and to everyone here. Now we're going to pass out the flowers. And a tall, skinny lady comes around. And she hands each of you a flower. And they start a line. Not a very long line. But a line to uh, start putting flowers down on the coffin. And uh, do you guys... Uh, Lenny, I know Heather's going to get in line, but, uh, Lenny and, uh, Walter. Yeah.
1: All right. What kind of, uh, flowers are they? Are they flowers that a few petals could be removed from? Yeah. They're, uh, yellow roses, which was her favorite. That's perfect. And then, uh, he plucks two petals that look, you know, as, about as perfect as a rose petal can get, I guess. And he, uh, puts them into his, uh, little leather bound book.
0: Oh, Oh, that's really sad.
3: (laughs) Can I say that when I put the the flower down before I put it down, I like take some tissues out of my purse that I had for crying and wipe the puke off.
0: Okay. Nice. (laughs) Good touch. Give it a little, little get that puke off of there. It wasn't like a lot. It was just like a little spittle spittle of it. Yeah. Um, But you do get it off there. And. Your mom's the last one to stand up. You see her kind of stumble, but she has she still has the flowers She puts it on the coffin. And uh for the first time ever you see your mom start to cry. Losing her best friend, yeah. Yeah.
3: You probably go up to her.
0: Sucker.
2: You only get one. Only get one. Oh, you go love up
3: to her. Baby and uh yeah. <laughs>
0: And uh, she just goes, "Uh, we just, I wish we didn't lose touch, Heather. You know, and she's tearing up and everything. And she goes, you know, you only get so many friends, but Millie was a good one. Shouldn't have let her get out of touch.
3: Um, I just hug her. And then I'm like, yeah, it's really bad when you let people close in your life get away from you. Mom. Mom.
0: So <laughs> like, what's that supposed to mean?
3: I'm not doing this with you, Mom. I did. I Mom, did the best job I funeral. could.
0: <sighs> all right, Heather. Just don't bring it up again. All right. This bitch. And she <laughs> she turns and walks away from you.
3: This bitch. She's puking on see? coffins it, telling me I'm wrong. I'm the bad one? You just puked on your best friend's coffin.
0: She's a horrible woman. It's
3: horrible. Oh, but I just wish she loved me so much.
0: <laughs> She's wide
2: open. She turned her back to you. Get yeah. I can always make you, you love me. You should have me. brought my new gun.
3: <laughs> Tell me you love me, mommy. Tell me you love me.
0: Tear rolling down the cheek. Oh, yeah, I did a good job. Oh, my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you guys, the funeral is over. You guys, uh, I guess, pile back in the car. What do you guys do from there?
2: Sunday afternoon. Well, I'm not driving.
3: <laughs> I definitely tell Lenny about my job.
0: Oh. Oh, about the curtain right. thing? Yeah. When is like, that? Tomorrow?
3: he's want it to go with me tomorrow
1: you guys want to go back to that place on pasiunk maybe not flip over any uh breakfast platters this time (laughs) oh my
3: god i hope we don't get the same waitress
2: uh do you have uh you got the uh, address of that place uh
3: yeah i have it in my purse and i have like a little torn piece of paper
2: let me uh let me write let me get a copy of it let me write that down um,
0: right. I wouldn't so mind you write down that address. checking it
2: out, you know, taking a look. But I could just go with you tomorrow. Kensington, huh? That doesn't sound like a very nice neighborhood. You might need a chaperone.
3: Everybody can go.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to snoop around, honestly, uh, make sure uh, nothing funny going on.
0: Gotcha. I was
3: going to say, I don't know, after that reading, I just don't know how much I trust this guy. So I just didn't want to go alone, but I want to find out how I can... Solve this situation.
0: All right. So you you do want to go, but that'll be tomorrow. Um, Do you guys head over to that diner? Or do you guys uh, start drinking immediately?
1: I know Walter could certainly use some food. He suggested it just because, uh, you know. Yeah, food sounds good. A lot of drinking last night, not a lot of sleeping.
0: All right. So you guys head on. Head over to the diner on Passyunk. Get yourself some good grub. Uh, let's say that takes about an hour. That'll take us out to, let's say, 2 p.m. After the funeral and you guys ate, of course. We'll, it takes you out to 2 p.m. Uh, Walter says, well, I uh, had hoped to
1: look into some books tonight and maybe do a little more cross-referencing. but uh, <laughs> so Walter. I bet mm-hmm. That's how Millie would have wanted it, huh?
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> he chuckles a little bit is um, you know, I hadn't really found uh, too much, but, uh, you know, uh, he says, hold on a minute. He pulls out his book. is uh, Lenny, I did find one thing. Uh, Kingdom of the Serpent People, Belusia?
2: I don't know what it means. Why would that be in uh, your book there?
1: Oh, I thought I mentioned that part. Um, you may be interested in this, and I honestly could probably use the help the books have some uh handwritten notations that were added much later uh they mentioned something about serpent people that's why i'd asked you about all the details to uh some of the things you had been experiencing i mean he shrugs he says i i don't know if they're related but it's the only other reference to serpent people i've come across Uh, i mean i'd start somewhere
2: i don't know you never know i mean there could be a lot of different kinds all over the place i mean I can think of at least two Disney movies that uh, have a snake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But uh, these books were originally written in the 1600s. I mean, I I can't read everything, but.
0: All right. So you're at the diner right now and uh, eating and having a little bit of a conversation at the same time. Uh, Walter thinks out loud. Do
2: you work on Sundays normally? Looks to you, Heather.
3: Um, well, no, I mean, I'm off today.
2: Um, gotcha. Excuse myself from the table to use a payphone.
0: Okay. Who do you call?
2: Uh, do they have a phone book there? Or is it like in the phone booth or whatever? Give me a
0: luck roll on that one. No, no, no phone book there. All right, I walk back over to the counter
2: and kind of lean over, kind of hand gesture to see if I get somebody's attention. I don't know if they're busy or what, but...
0: uh, It's a Sunday afternoon, so yeah, they're pretty busy. All right, then I'm going to call... Oh, I guess I'm going to rock the operator. All right, mm-hmm. so you call that number zero. You get a real operator at that time, right? Mm-hmm. No, no uh, yeah. computer or anything or, or recorded message. I, I do believe so. Yeah, so you get the... Uh yeah, operator.
2: Yeah, I need a need a number for a,
0: a South Philly
2: shooting range um open on Sunday. Uh, if you would know, but or just the listed numbers.
0: Okay. Uh
2: will connect me to one.
0: So she says uh there are two places in South Philly sir, which uh which one do you want? Do you want Harry's Gun Shop or do you want Lucas's?
2: Do I recognize either one?
0: Uh, Harry's Gun Shop is closer to you. You you know it's not too far from you. All right. Uh, Harry's. All right. So she gives you the number to Harry's Gun Shop. And uh, I will call that. All
2: right. Put him pumping up some quarters.
0: Or just connect me to
2: that, I guess, right? Yeah. She hey, could that. you
0: connect me to Harry's? Uh... She says, uh, yes, Harry, I just have to insert some quarters.
2: And I do so. Click, click.
0: Okay, and she connects you to the gun shop, and someone picks up and says hello. Uh, yeah, I was wondering uh, if you guys were open for uh, you know
2: a little while, uh hour or so of shooting on a Sunday.
0: Says, yeah, basement's open on a Sunday, but we'll be closing at 5. All right, good to know. Thanks.
2: And I hang up. and go back to the table.
0: All right, so you head back to the table.
2: I don't know if they were in conversation or whatever, but as I walk past Heather's plate, I grab a fry or something off it, sit back down, <laughs> munch on it.
0: All right. Uh, Heather and Walter, are you doing anything specifically right now?
1: Uh, no, it's probably just eating and
3: no, shooting the breeze. No, probably just filling him in on the job because I don't know if I told Walter as much about the job as Lenny.
1: Oh, okay. So you fill him yeah, in. Yeah, he's on. happy that Lenny's going with you. Uh, he says that's a pretty rough neighborhood down oh, there. Are you're a little worried for that, I mean, because of the neighborhood, yeah. Um, And he'd be more worried if she was going by herself kind of thing. So he's definitely happy that Lenny is uh, willing to go with you.
3: Well, also, you were there for the reading. And I had told you that I think that he is the king of swords in that reading. The man in power.
1: Yeah, he kind of scratches his head a little bit.
3: I want to find out if that cures any of my mental illness
1: (laughs) he says um i you know i i guess uh i guess i hadn't really thought of it so literally but i i wonder it's a good place to start if nothing else the money uh seems pretty decent but there are also some other concerns uh with all the stuff that's been going on if this is the reason hmm could be uh, walking right into the jaws of the beast. So, yeah, he's happy that Lenny's going with you.
2: Yeah, I'll uh, try to keep them, uh, them jaws from snapping shut, huh?
3: I mean, I figure if it doesn't have anything to do with him, I'm making $100 a day. If it does have anything to do with it, then maybe he can solve like all of our problems. So it's good. It's going to be good no matter what.
2: I don't know uh, how you pulling a curtain at a theater is going to, uh, solve all of our problems, but, uh, <laughs> I wish you well, I guess. I mean, theater can be a form of therapy, I suppose. Um, Hey, I just uh, made a phone call. Um, I know you wanted to get to your books, Walter, but, uh, there's a, there's a gun range not too far from us. Uh, they're open till five. If you guys want to go shoot for an hour or so before, uh, go in a separate ways, you know, might as well make a day of it, get our minds off of uh, the recent passing and all that. Boy, that's... Uh, that sounds great. It's actually a neat idea. I could
3: get <laughs> some aggression out. Uh,
2: but, you know, one other thing, though, uh,
1: before I f- forget, uh, you know, Heather, if things don't work yeah. out with the curtain pulling thing, that business there, um, I'll, I could show you the, uh, the whole breakdown later, but <clears throat> long story short, I'd hope to plot some lines within a cube. And, uh, well you got a good head on your shoulders. I think you could, uh, help me out. Speed things up.
3: All right. I mean, I don't fully understand it, but it sounds fun. It sounds like, uh, is that like the cryptogram in the daily news? Like, I mean, that sounds fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely got some puzzle elements to it. Mostly
2: all puzzle elements. I got up to pay the tab as soon as they started like really getting into those, but book talks (laughs) and how fun that would be.
0: I went to pay the check. (laughs) I like it. All right, so you you cover the bill, and you guys uh, get out of there. Head on down to that gun range. That sounds fun. Yeah, you know, you blow off a little steam. I think we could all use it. All right, so when you get done at the diner, we'll say it's about 2 o'clock. They're open till 5, so how long are you going to be there shooting?
2: I figure, I mean, we don't really need to hang out much more than an hour. On the way
1: there, Walter mentions that he only has four more of these Very old antique bullets and four empty shells. He hopes that they can fabricate bullets there on site or know somebody who can. So while you guys are shooting, he's going to look into re-upping his ammo count. Might
2: be a gunsmith.
0: I'm going to say, yeah. You know, uh, there's a gunsmith on site there. Nice. The guy behind (laughs) the counter there uh, is the owner of the shop. He addresses you uh, when you come up with the gun, and he goes, wow, uh, this is a real oldie.
2: Just got a (laughs) boner.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, Name's Walter. Walter Pendergast. Are you
0: Henry? Or Harry? Excuse me. Uh, My name's on the sign out there.
2: It's good to meet you. I kind of wave, hey there, Lenny.
0: Nice to meet you guys, too. And he reaches over, shakes your guys' hands, and he goes, uh... Hey little lady, how are you today?
3: I'm good. My name's Heather, and I give him a double hand
0: wave. <laughs> Hi Heather, nice to meet you too. What can I do for you guys today? Uh,
2: we came to uh, use the range for a little while. Uh, show the little lady, how it's done? She's uh, interested in some personal protection. You know the way the,
0: the way Philly's been lately. It says, uh, oh yeah, makes perfect sense. I, if it were up to me, you know, everyone would carry. <laughs> I speak of that as a businessman, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Walter uh, agrees either well, way. Well, you know, you got a uh, <laughs> possible future customer here if, uh, you know, she picks it up and is into it, I guess.
0: He says, yeah, so what uh, What kind of firearms are we looking at? Uh, and he picks up like a little tiny like Derringer. One for the lady?
2: Walter <laughs> smiles.
0: I think she's a little tougher than that. You got anything in like a 38 caliber? Maybe like a snub nose? Yeah, sure. And he... Pulls out a uh, little thirty-eight Very similar to the gun that you have, Heather. Oh, good. Yeah. That looks perfect. Well, just watch your wrists, hon. Make sure you hold both hands. Okay. All right. So you guys uh, get your stuff and just go down there to the basement. Um,
1: just to make it clear, though, uh, Walter remains like, upstairs if they're going down to the basement to shoot. Uh, he came here to potentially buy some bullets. And offers to buy Heather's first okay. box of bullets for her to uh fire through and have some
0: fun with. Okay. All right. So uh, such a gentleman. All that stuff's within your daily spending limit, so you don't have to worry about dipping into your cash. Um you buy a couple rounds for her. I guess, Lenny, do you buy some rounds for yourself or borrow a gun? Um
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll rent a gun and get some rounds myself.
0: Uh, they give you. He gives you, uh, you know, some noise canceling earmuffs kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'll,
2: I'll get one and some extra rounds for, for everybody, I guess. Do some shooting as well, All right. While he does his business, I guess, and joins us after.
0: Okay. So Walter, you tell the guy that you were looking to get your ammo back. Basically, uh, he takes a look at the shells and goes, "Well, might be a little difficult to work with, but uh, give me." I don't know, uh, half an hour. I should be able to get that done.
1: That sounds great. Um, is this something that I could place an order for? I mean, do you think you could either fabricate or if I could acquire more of these antique shells? I guess, uh, could you
0: regularly you know, refill them and uh, refurbish them? Uh, Refilling is one thing. Uh, making them or just crafting them something else, though.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. I was afraid of that there... And these things are probably going to only take so many uh, shots out of them, honestly.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, maybe a side note. Uh, do you know anybody in the industry who uh, is specialized in the fabrication of uh, custom caliber bullets?
0: Says, well, I do. It'll cost you an arm and a leg, but I got a guy out in Mechanicsburg, so it's a bit of a trek.
1: Well, uh, is this something I would do through you or is this uh,
0: contact information you would be willing to share with me? And I could, yeah, you would definitely do it through me or you could go out there yourself, but uh, I can just mail it out to him and he can try to copy what's there. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I don't mind you being the middleman here and I'd certainly like you to get your cut for any endeavors you put forth.
0: He says, let me talk to him. Uh, Here's my business card. I'll refill these in the meantime, but uh, let me talk to him and see what he wants to charge you for all this.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: All right, cool. Um, And he takes a half hour packing your shells, remaking your ammo. Awesome. Uh, In the meantime, you guys are in the basement shooting. Give me a a roll from each of you for your uh, firearms pistol.
2: Um, I don't have enough to teach, but I told her not to keep her finger... On the trigger, unless she plans to fire it, yeah. you know, all the basics. And I show her where the safety is and where the boom goes. And I say, uh, keep it pointed that way. All right. Bang, bang.
3: She's a little scared of it anyway, so she's like kind of very, very mm-hmm. cautious. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 39. 90.
2: 90, woof. So, uh, would pushing it be another box of bullets? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, we got extras. Walter okay. got you one. Yep.
3: I have money too. I'm poor, but...
2: Poop
0: is worse.
3: That took forever and it's so bad.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I was uh, like, I'm...
3: yeah, this is a good sign. 83.
2: Oof. It's probably how much money I spend on bullets.
3: Can I buy bullets now? Can I have one? <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I you am. ran. Out. So you guys spend good two hours down there. Uh, Walter, do you eventually go down?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, if they're there for like the second hour, uh, by that point, he probably would have concluded all the bullet business and... Um, guy got anything uh cool like uh guns that are probably too big for walter in real life but wouldn't mind fucking around with in the range like a nice desert eagle
0: yeah you know he's got a couple things in the case back there your standard like glocks and uh, hmm. a couple revolvers and stuff yeah
1: you know glocks might be kind of new at this time uh yeah i wouldn't mind trying a fancy uh non-revolver type uh, glock Made okay. out of those space-age polymers, I hear. And <laughs> nine millimeter being much different from what he's used to with the Derringer. Should be fine. Right.
0: Okay, so you fire off some nine millis. Um Give me a firearms roll, pistols. We'll practice
1: here. There's a good one. 26 within his 45.
0: All right. Nice. Check that box.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: uh, Walter's like uh, you guys uh, I see you have the revolvers there you want to fire off a few with the 9mm here it's a little bit different probably got a different kick and won't need to uh, use the hammers often Or looks pretty cool I would think
2: compared to an old school i fired fire enough uh, you
0: have at it I'll try it <laughs> go for it you give it a shot but it's just uh not happening today she really wanted them rollies i know yeah no no you can't get another rollie (laughs) if you push it it. but but you guys wasted a lot of time there it was valuable
2: experience it wasn't a waste we blew off steam it's always fun (laughs) it was a bonding experience
0: right so you guys leave the shooting range there or you know the the gun shop um uh, where do you guys head from there? It it is now four o'clock. Hmm. Well, uh,
2: not too far from the house, I guess. Uh, if you're not headed home, I might just walk uh, walk back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could give everybody a ride home. Um, Up to you. Maybe do
1: a uh, do a shot in Millie's name uh, at my place before we uh, part ways.
2: Oh yeah, sure. This sounds good. Uh, you can show me this book you've been talking about anyway, with the snake thing. <laughs> Now you got me thinking, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea. Actually, I had thought uh, maybe to write that that word uh, or place on the back of the uh, info you had written down about the place in Kensington.
2: Oh, yeah, what did you uh, what did you say that was something with a V?
1: V e l i s u a
2: Velusia, Velusia. Yeah, that place. Uh, you know, I really doubt they've got anything, uh, you know, in common, but, you know, maybe uh, maybe that snake guy that injected maybe a snake juice that chased me through the woods. They weren't snake woods, regular woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he uh, got one of your books. Did he talk about drugs at all? Uh,
1: I, didn't, I didn't really see anything in the first book, but there are 13 more. That's a lot of books that seems kind of specific, but he shrugs maybe, um, you know, well, I mean, you know, I don't have to go on, but if uh, you're interested, you're welcome to pour through some of these books with me. I wouldn't be able to take out a second one on a Sunday, I'm sure. But, uh, later in the week, if you have some time off or something.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think I'm going to take a little time off anyway. So, all right. Well, uh, I
1: mean, Walter probably doesn't have too much private stock at home, but I'm sure he's got an old bottle of whiskey or something. I figure he's probably a Tullamore Dew or Maker's Mark kind of guy.
2: No liquor stores open today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not in 85. Yeah.
0: No, but you guys do a shot. Uh, then at Walter's house, do you go your separate ways? Or uh,
1: Walter will still give Heather a ride home if that's where
0: she's going or anywhere else. Okay. If that's where you're going, Heather.
2: Wait, so we we went to your place, got out of the car, went inside, did a shot, and now you're leaving again?
1: I mean, assuming. I, I mean, he doesn't really know what Heather's up to, but he was going to stay here and read some books. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to yeah. stay, get warm, do whatever you want.
3: Are there any bars around you guys?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to take a look at that book uh, while I'm here. If you got it. Yeah, of course. Uh,
1: and, uh... I make to go uh, clear space on the table. Make sure there's no uh, you know wet or sticky things on it. And Am I supposed to wear gloves or something? He says, uh, I mean that would actually be preferable. But yeah, you could just wash your hands. I'm sure that'll be enough. Um, you know, don't flip through the pages hastily and things like that. But put on my driving gloves. Uh, yeah, be happy to show you what I came up with, and uh, and actually, I might break out the that first version of the cube kind of diorama thing. And uh, make to show you guys that as well. I say, yeah, this is pretty much what the secret
2: meeting was about. A cube within a cube? Yeah. In another cube. No, I wouldn't understand that. I mean, this is just a cube. I don't think there's any way to display it within this dimension, honestly. (laughs) So that's just a cube within a cube. I think we're inside the other cube with it. But I'm not sure. (laughs) Cubed.
0: I'm not exactly sure how it works. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Cube!
3: I totally get it. You guys are stupid.
1: I, I mean, it. you're the smartest one in the group. Whoa. Probably. T- um, so basically, he he briefly runs you down with some of the notations that he's come across and uh, what this guy, Raymond Thule, had uncovered. And then I show you how I plotted them into the cube here. And then further go on to tell you uh, how I hope to continue plotting these. Who's this Thule guy? Uh, he was the original owner of these books who had basically made all these notations okay. about the Serpent People and uh, these different uh, intersections within the
2: cube. You said these books are really old, right? I'm kind of flipping through. Is it cool to just like write on old books like this? Not really. <laughs> I didn't think so. It's a little weird. I mean, he wasn't
1: interested in their financial value, so his... Uh, Needs were a bit
0: different than your average Jew. No respect.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: So, Lenny, you're flipping through these books, uh, looking for something about serpent people there, um, uh, or this book. It's a big one. And uh, give me a library use roll.
1: I could even show him some um, of the places that I've notated and stuff like that, uh, some of the references, just to give him an idea of what I was talking about.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, So I went out of my way not to put points in the library used for this character. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I've been to a library. I went to school once. (laughs) 33, however, will not do it. Um, Okay. Looks like a bunch of scribble. Turn it upside down.
0: A lot of it does kind of look like scribble. It looks like a different alphabet altogether in
1: some parts here. And it's written in Latin originally, right? Just the notations are in English and
2: all that. Yeah. I see.
0: Yeah. Some of the notations are in English. Some of them are in that weird script. It makes a lot
2: more sense now that I realize that it's not in English. Thanks.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
3: I want to say that I look at it because I want to see if any of the weird words that uh, Ginger's been saying pop up or any of the sh- – I hope I don't see the shape. If I see anything that looks like that.
0: Okay. Um, you give it a look here. Uh, The other language is strange looking, but it doesn't remind you of the shape. Cool, great. Anything? Are you going to try to look for some of these references to serpent people and stuff? Oh, that's
1: a good point. Yeah, you might come across some stuff that I haven't.
0: Heather can get a library use roll in. Okay.
3: Tank,
0: forty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! I don't Do have any. You not have any library skill? No, I don't
3: have it. and No skill.
0: This is well. Uh...
3: I mean, should I use twenty-four points?
0: That's a lot, dude.
3: No, no. Let me ask the magic eight ball. Hold oh,
0: on. Oh, she brought it out.
3: I'm a magic eight ball. <laughs> I wouldn't. Don't bet on it. It says don't bet on it.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh. Okay. I
1: mean, that's Thank like you. a quarter of your max luck. You you probably don't want yeah. to spend that on
2: something.
3: Yeah. I don't I don't have, like.
2: There are much um, more dangerous and more terrible situations that you might have to spend 24 luck on. Big time. I feel
3: like I use that for yeah. the library. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so much like Millie.
3: Something the Dewey Decimal System could have solved. I used all of my luck.
1: <laughs> well, Walter's like, well, yeah, I mean, see, that's uh, why it takes a long time to kind of pour through these and that uh, a second or a third set of eyes could probably help. You read Latin in there? Eh? A little bit. Yeah, it's been a while, but uh, he go, goes on to read a few phrases and sounds like church.
3: Yeah, sounds like spells, <laughs> like Harry Potter spells.
1: Well, uh, one of the people that I met at the secret meeting, he does the air quote things again. uh, She uh, was a a linguist.
2: So, I mean. uh, Oh, so she likes chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you keep like uh, doing like air quotes. What is this secret organization that you joined, uh, uh, Walter? Well... He yeah, just teaches. He, he takes out
1: the uh, the business cards of the other four members.
2: Magus Five.
1: Put down mine as a fifth. I say, uh, well, uh, you know, individually we have our own talents, but I guess together we are the Magus Five. What? Well, you know, that's just
2: what they call themselves. So. Is that Heather saying that's that? That's
3: definitely Heather saying that.
2: Because
3: S- S- you have not told us the name before this point. She's hysterically laughing, too. I think
2: I saw that Voltron cartoon uh, when I woke up this morning.
3: You guys have a name for your club? I guess five.
1: Walter looks super embarrassed and, like, gathers up the business cards and puts them away. And he's like, well, I, I mean, they, uh, that's, that's how he introduced it. I, I mean, well, there's five of us, you see. and No, no, it's fine. I'm books. not
3: making fun of it. I just... <laughs>
1: If it didn't seem so blasted important.
3: No, it's cute. It's cute. It sounds fun.
2: So which one is this uh, broad? Is she the dwarf or the hobbit or the elf? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up. (laughs) All right. Sorry. Yeah, Walter, but you know, I get a little excited when uh, you got these books all over the table like this. (laughs) (laughs) chicken my head no Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) all right um heather if you're still paging through these give me a quick luck roll minus 24
3: 24 (laughs) for library (laughs) 30 and i yeah i have a lot of luck left nice i have 63 that's That's a good thing
1: right there keep that look as long as you can. I know you can't take it with you, but it's good to have in the bank for a rainy day. (laughs) Shit is always clouding up. Yeah.
0: So you turn to a page and you see real big at the top is written the word Yig. Y-I-G. Graffiti.
3: Sounds Pittsburghian.
0: (laughs) Yig? (laughs) Um. Fuck, that's funny. That's real good.
3: What Yigs eating tonight? Um, like.
2: <laughs> but it says Yigs hungry.
0: <laughs> it says uh Yig is revered as the god of the Ophidians. Hmm. I
1: don't know what you find there? I don't think I've read
2: that before. Ophidians? From Ophidia. Obviously. Ophidsburg.
3: Is that like some kind of fish or something?
1: Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I try to think about it uh, in reference to Latin. Is there anything, uh, I mean, it sounds kind of Greek. Is there anything that uh, comes to mind from like its root word meaning or a root meaning, I guess? I'm thinking back to his uh, days studying Latin and uh, things of that nature more specifically.
0: Not what it says in the book. No, it's... um. It doesn't really... Ring any bells or anything? ...lend itself to uh, Latin. Okay. More a
1: specific name, that's all. I was kind of trying to see if there was any kind of uh, correlation, but that's fine. I mean, that's a very specific name. I mean, that might be something to uh, to look into.
0: Hmm. And then it says something about Yig is the father of all snakes. Whoa. Metal. I read that part out loud.
3: Jackpot.
0: Once again, it says something about Volusia. There's something that says 275 million years ago. Hmm.
2: So uh, I guess uh, Yig was a dinosaur.
3: Yeah, maybe it's the name of a dinosaur.
2: You
1: know, guys, I thought that whatever we were working on here is yet to come with this uh, meteor shower. But what if some of these people are already here?
0: And that's where we're going to end the episode right there. (laughs) All right. It's not nice. All right. So uh, we have people to thank here.
1: Most definitely. I'd like to take the lead on that because I had recently seen some things, both visual animations and uh, hand-painted figurines, which I thought were super cool and just wanted to take a moment to thank uh, everybody who listens for doing extra things like that and uh, taking the time to let us know about it because it's super cool and lets us know that, uh, you know, what we're doing is appreciated. And also
0: we appreciate that. Thanks guys. Thanks Thanks for listening. Hell yeah. It
3: was awesome there's a little doll there's a little doll Heather
1: <laughs> the bobblehead Lenny is the best though <laughs> little shotgun in hand just put it on your, dra- your dashboard
0: <laughs> truckers love them do they have one no, no. is there a bobblehead Lenny <laughs> can I get one <laughs> no I wish there was uh,
3: <laughs> fans please make a bobblehead Lenny <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright guys so thanks for listening and remember sanity is overrated see ya I- You guys just having absolutely no luck shooting at these targets.
3: I wish it was shaped like my mom. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: but you're having no luck. But hey, it's still fun to squeeze off dozens of rounds. It's definitely a tension reliever.
3: <laughs> Is the wording?
0: <laughs> Do you have time for an
1: old-fashioned
3: <laughs> good old pepper grinder?
0: <laughs> oh. Um, so Hey this is George Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us If you like what you're hearing And if you want to support us and make our show better Head on over to our Patreon You can always email us at Contact at that com With any comments And you can follow us on Instagram At thatcthulhujohn